Hi, you're listening to the New Space India podcast, a bi-weekly talk show that exclusively brings insights from the Indian space activities ecosystem. I'm your host Narayan, the co-founder of India's first space-focused think tank, Spaceport Sarabhai. Guests on the New Space India podcast help you understand space activities related macro and micro trends within India in all aspects including space history, local industry, space science, technology evolution, law and policy, art and more. The New Space India podcast is supported by Dassault Systems, a global leader in providing businesses and people with collaborative virtual environments to enable sustainable innovations. Dassault Systems Solutions supports startups, small and medium scale enterprises and original equipment manufacturers in developing disruptive solutions for space launchers and satellites. Uh, hi guys, this is Rifat here. I'm the Chief Technology Officer and Lead Scientist of Space Kids India. So I'm responsible for designing the satellite's bus architecture. Anything, everything related to the technology here, I take care of it. Uh, I'll, I'll just give an overview of how I, how I got started into this. And, you know, so far we have done 28 missions, like uh, 18 balloon set missions, two suborbital missions and three orbital missions. And, the, you know, three more satellites are in making. But this journey started very small, like uh, 500 kilometers, uh, you know, from Chennai in a small village. Uh, my, uh, you know, I loved technology from a very young age. So I basically, my dad was an electronics and communication professor. So I was grown up in his lab. So I started coding at around age five and I started building circuits when I was around seven or eight. So it was a lot of fun. It, it used to be my toy. Okay. I used to play with that and it was a lot of fun. Uh, when I was 10, my dad passed away sadly. So, you know, after that, uh, I wasn't able to learn much from him, but whatever he taught me was great. Like uh, I was able to, uh, you know, study Ohm's law when I was around six or seven, which is taught in, you know, eighth or ninth standard. So <laughs> I, I loved that part. So I continued my electronics experiment. So even even though my dad was a professor he la- later on in his life moved to a small village his hometown so till my 12th grade till my 18 I was grown up there only so there I was experimenting with a lot of different things I love anything everything related to technology computers and electronics are my love so I used to do projects in you know coding or like in robotics like different different things I was exploring Uh, it was a small village, so we didn't even have like a proper internet connection. Like, uh, you know, it used to be somewhere like 100 kbps, you know, it's a very slow uh, 2G internet. <laughs> Everybody in India knows that. But it was enough uh, for me at that time. So I started developing some robots and all those cool stuff. Uh, my particular interest for space came when my dad was there. I was watching uh, uh, the launch of uh, GSLV Mark II, where in- India was launching its uh, you know, own cryogenic engine. My dad is a big fan of ISRO. So he was showing me that, you know, India is going to launch a cryogenic engine, its own stage after a long time. The launch, I, I still remember the satellite name. It was Insat4C. Okay, I was watching that launch on a small CRT TV. And after the launch, the, uh, you know, like after like few minutes, the launch failed. There was some issue and uh, the rocket just failed. Uh, but that was a failure that day. But that is an event which inspired me. You know, rocket going normal, yeah, it's fine. But if it's exploding, it's so much of fun. <laughs> like <laughs> watching that, I got so curious. 
like what went wrong what went wrong i asked my dad and he was explaining me and i was like okay uh, all the scientists and everyone you know they, they were very tensed in mission control i thought okay it seems like a very cool job to sit inside the mission control and control all this stuff i think i want to do this stuff and i regretted that later when our missions failed in the you know in the future but at that time that really inspired me but uh, i didn't know what is the right path to get into the space industry because uh, even for the robotics or something we didn't had much opportunity uh, back in like uh, you know uh, 2010 that is where i i was in my middle school uh so what happened one day is like uh, i was particip- participating in a lot of different science competition i was winning a lot of prizes and everything so one day i watched a movie called three idiots okay in that movie uh, the guy builds a quadcopter okay so i was like uh, i wanted to build a quadcopter so i was searching for the aerodynamics of quadcopter online nasa also has a very beautiful you know like sources on uh, aerodynamics and all the things so i went to nasa's website to study that i, I used to be a big fan of uh, you know like uh, nasa student portal it has a lot of amazing resources so i i use it on daily basis so when i was using that one day in the main nasa's website inside there was something called uh, nasa's uh, cubesat initiative cubesat launch initiative called clsi so till that time i only know about space and it's cool you are launching satellite and everything and i was like what is cubesat i clicked that and i went inside and nasa was like you know uh, we are inviting university students to build satellites they were telling you know this is going to be the future i was like i was amazed is it possible that a satellite for 1 kg can be built and uh, students are building that because we never had that so i started like searching like uh, what we are doing in india so at the time anna university was the only university which launched a 50 kg satellite and not much happened so i was like yeah we should do something like that here in india so i thought okay i'll go and build a cubesat and I, you know we will convince some of isro to launch it then i google like what are the prices it was back in 2012 like 10 years ago not much cubesat vendors were there only isis space was there uh, cubesat shop was there so i pretty much like uh, like studied everything on what are the systems needed for a cubesat i was in 9th standard so you need a structure electronic uh, you know power system onboard computer the communication i thought okay these six systems are the basic for launching a one new cube set okay I, i wanted to build one and i went, I, wa- i was like okay it's like going to amazon and ordering something so i went to cube set shop and i saw the prices and it was like everything was like 100000 dollars like 80000 dollars then i searched like what is the launch price and it was like uh, more than like 120 130000 dollars for one kg i was like okay i'm done okay we can't do anything like that but since i was like exposed to electronics at a very young age i, I started uh, searching like uh, what are there inside that system why is it costing so much like you know uh, my mind didn't uh, like believe that you know it would cost that much to actually build a onboard computer or a communication system but then i understood how actually things work in space industry the money you are paying is not for the hardware like just the manufacturing but it is about the r&d it is about the validation it is about the certification and everything and i thought okay uh, i thought at that point i was convinced okay uh, if I, we can do the r&d like uh, india is very prone to like you know like uh, making things very economical right so if we can do something like that here like scratch develop everything from scratch all the subsystems and everything and make a satellite very economical maybe one day we can launch 
so that is how i got the idea uh, so i was like uh, participating in some competitions with that idea and everything i actually won one like uh, indian government's national award for that uh, you know concept and then uh, you know uh, i i i i love writing okay i used to write uh, write uh, science articles in a magazine in a local magazine so that's where uh, you know ma'am first time gave uh, advertisement that there is a competition called young scientist india is going to happen so i was like yeah it looks like a like great opportunity i think i just uh, go and participate so i participated continuously for 3 years and i never won that competition because people thought the idea and the project i took the judges who came thought it's too advanced and there is no possibility that a child in a 10th grade could develop okay and i was not good in explaining i was able to make the stuff and i was not able to explain it to them like uh, how can i as a 10th grade explain like what is going to be the future scope of a 1 kg satellite people at that time were thinking cubesat is a toy okay so when we spoke to people here the scientists here they thought yeah these all are just learning to like a toy so they were not realizing the potential for nano satellites at that point but somehow i got convinced this is going to be the future so i was like i have to like you know do something with it so then i was like i directly went and met ma'am you know i, I used to be a very shy person like uh, always get scared to talk to people i was like ma'am i, I want to talk to you personally and uh, show this project to you like what is you know happening and ma'am was already having very good amount of knowledge because she was already going to nasa russia and what kind of satellites they are already developing and how the things are progressing there so we met and we were like we all we both like wanted to do crazy stuff at that time we didn't had a pressure of like raising fund or like uh, developing a minimum viable product or anything it was about developing a satellite the only goal was when i searched uh, tu delft university they have launched more than the single university has launched more than 10 satellites but in india in last uh, 13 years the amount of entire satellite student satellite we launched was you know around 10 satellites only that statistics really bothered me why indian students are not getting the same opportunity as you know people in europe or us the reason is cost we cannot go and blame i thought like we cannot go and blame the government and ask them to give free launches the thing is to make cheaper and uh, that is the time spacex was booming and i was like what they were doing for the rockets why don't we do it for the satellites so we started developing the proposal we went to you know like a uh, proposed isro but i was in school and most of my teammates were in you know early college uh, students so people were not taking serious so we thought what's the best resource we have in hand so we can you know prove to the people so that's how we came up with the idea of uh, high altitude ballooning even that took a very you know like a hard way because uh, importing components are hard making the people understand what this balloon is hard and why you are doing it like explaining to people is hard but uh, we successfully we were able to do that and after that we started like uh, you know uh, the kalam set we built and uh, kalam set v2 by the time it was 2017 and people already started understanding what is happening around the space sector and what is the importance of nano satellites so our goal at the time was to build an entire nano satellite bus like completely fabricated in india like of course microcontrollers silicon chips we don't have any facility in india to develop that but apart from the raw material the entire architecture fabrication 
validation everything has to be done in india and develop a fully uh, you know indigenous satellite bus so that was our goal so we can make it very economical and we can use it for a lot of different commercial purposes so we started that mission so in 2019 we launched kalamsat v1 and uh, the best mission we have done like uh, which gave me really the hope that you know we are like uh, we can compete in the international market is the esd sat which worked amazingly so we were able to qualify a 3u cube sat in space and uh, we carried a, a you know radiation monitor on board and we carried a lora transponder on board and uh, we have proven that you know the satellite works so after that we went to the azadi sat and we developed even bigger structures and everything and uh, everything worked perfectly and now we are working on the azadi sat 2 which is even bigger it is a 400 uh, mm cube so this is how we you know started this journey like uh, to think that 10 years ago i was just uh, you know sitting in a small village with my old uh, you know uh, desktop computer that 10 years later you know I visited Israel's mission control center more than four or five times for all our missions, and we have our own mission control in our lab, and we daily monitor satellites. To think from that thing, want you know, watching it on TV and wa- wanting to be like them, and to actually you know, like go to the clean room, working with the scientists, you know, getting into the PSLV, assembling the satellite. It's re- really like a dream. Like whatever fifteen-year-old uh, uh, Rifat wanted, I think I already achieved all of them. you know to build system to put things in space the best feeling is like i i usually don't get excited for the launch as a spacecraft guy launch is just the beginning for me the most exciting part for me is like when the satellite do, does the first pass over our ground station and we receive the first signal from the satellite that is the most exciting part so just from thinking that and doing it on a routine basis Uh, like you know becoming a daily activity and doing it as a job like you know yeah this is just part and parcel of my life you know what do you do for living yeah we build satellites that that really sounds amazing and that really also like motivates us if we can go from this to this thing in 10 years with the current progress with already having the you know all the expertise of developing everything from scratch like uh, all the systems for the cubesat the ground station software with this potential what we can do in the future you know and push things further so that is the uh, process right now we are in so right now uh, we are developing bigger satellites and now uh, we are focusing like with all the experience we are having now we are focusing it on uh, you know creating uh, commercial missions so soon uh, you know uh, the things are in uh, progress and uh, in future our goal is to focus on deep space missions since we are already having like uh, so many things happening in low earth orbit we felt the future is going to be the deep space mission so right now we are in process of uh, developing a lunar orbiter okay uh, i hope soon one day we will reach moon <laughs> and uh, maybe uh, i watched as a kid you know like uh, people going to moon and one day our team will you know also do the same that you know uh, putting a orbiter in moon or like going to a, you know land a lander who knows in next fires what could happen but we are really excited about uh, you know like uh, pushing this further with all the capabilities we have like push it further and uh, provide a platform not just nationally but internationally you know attract the payloads from all the countries 
so we can do frequent low cost uh, deep space missions like what is happening right now in low earth orbit so i'm very excited about it our entire team is very excited about it uh, i hope you know uh, these are the great days to be in space industry a lot of things are happening so let's see where we are going and i hope that will be moon or mars thank you for listening in to this episode of the new space india podcast if you enjoyed this conversation please share this episode with anyone you believe will enjoy listening to it you'll be able to find the new space india podcast in any of the podcasting platforms that you may be using including apple google spotify youtube and others do subscribe to the podcast in case you want to receive new episodes automatically i'm grateful if you're able to leave a rating for the podcast which will help others discover it thank you for listening in again and the next episode will be out in the next two weeks as usual